This episode of the Get Back Coach is brought to you by Bigot. Bigot lets fans share betting tips and trends with their friends. You can also create betting leagues that are absolutely free, where Bigot allows you to redeem your virtual coins for prizes. Join our league, where you can put your bets up against the brand of personalities like CEO Joe, Ali, KMS, Walsh, and more. Put referral code BRANDED when you sign up, and put in password BASEBALL93 to join our existing league. Sign up and see where you stack up against us and your friends. On this week's episode of the Get Back Coach, we look at the possible partnership between the Pac-12, ACC, and Big Ten, my dark horse picks to win each Power 5 conference, and the playoff on my top four teams not currently ranked in the AP Top 25. All that and a lot more. All right, let's get after it. Welcome to another episode of the Get Back Coach presented by Branded Sports. I'm your host, Jake Myers, and we are yet again starting an episode with another possible partnership in the college football world. Over the weekend, the Pac-12, ACC, and Big Ten have all uh, discussed a possible partnership in the future. Now, this is three different conferences, so no, we are not going to get a 57-team conference what we will get are agreements tv deals because again this is all about money and these three conferences are now going to try to basically outflex the sec when it comes to uh matchups and non-conference games so what does this mean This means that during non-conference weeks, the Pac-12, ACC, and Big Ten will most likely be playing each other. All right, so if you have nine conference games, you're you're probably going to have two of those, two out of those three will be against the other two conferences. So for example, let's take, Uh, Penn State, for example, all right? They play Ball State, uh, Villanova, and Auburn this year. If this new partnership were to take place, uh, Penn State would not be playing Auburn because Auburn is the SEC. These three conferences will not play the SEC um, during the regular season, only if if it's postseason bowl tie-ins. So they're out. Let's replace them with, I don't know, NC State instead. Um, Instead of Villanova or Ball State, let's just take Villanova out of there and let's just say Penn State has to play, let's go with Washington. No, Arizona. Let's go with Arizona. So now you're playing NC State and Arizona. Uh, Penn State would probably have to travel to one of those games. And then there you have – either uh, Villanova and Ball State, probably Ball State because they're trying to get rid of FCS opponents anyway, so then Penn State plays Ball State like they normally would. 
Okay, again, that is just a hypothetical. So what this ruins is Florida, Florida State's probably done. Clemson, South Carolina is probably done. Okay, those SEC crossover games like that that have rivalry tie-ins between – it's mostly the SEC and the ACC have um, teams that, that share a state. Um, mo- I mean, with Texas and Oklahoma coming over the SEC, I don't believe that any of those old rivalries were going to survive anyway because you got the big rivalry. You have Texas and Oklahoma already. So um, I, I doubt Stillwater is – or sorry, not Stillwater. Uh, Bedlam between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, it will be a casualty. I mean, before – think about it. Texas A&M left for the SEC – uh, Texas and Texas A&M. That was a big rivalry the day after Thanksgiving. Um, that ended when Nebraska went up to play in the Big Ten or when Mizzou left for the SEC. That rivalry ended. The uh, Colorado-Nebraska rivalry ended. Nebraska-Oklahoma, although they're uh, revamping it you know, just for this year. But um, those old-school rivalries are going to die. Now, what's the good news of this? The good news is – we're going to see great matchups all throughout college football every single week with this new um, partnership. Two of your non-conference games are going to be against Power Five teams. Um, it doesn't matter who the Power Five is. I mean, hell, even if it's Kansas or Vandy, it's still going to be a, a pretty good matchup. So I, I think this does help. Um, there's no doubt the scheduling, uh, whoever's on the scheduling committee is going to try to want up to see what the SEC has laid out. And they'll probably try to one up them. But as far as strength of schedules go, this 100% helps all three of those conferences, because let's face it, um, SEC is the best conference at Texas and Oklahoma into that mess, especially Oklahoma. You have no doubt the best conference uh, from top to bottom. Now, all this does is strengthen the schedules of your top teams so that when it does get to the playoff, um, your team still have an advantage um, for a decent strength of uh, strength of schedule. Too. So if you're on the fridge of a playoff team, you kind of get a benefit of the doubt, just like these SEC teams are going to. So, again, another episode starting it off again with another possible partnership. All right, let, let's get into let's get into this season, okay? Uh, I've been looking around at some of the odds for um, – some of the odds for the conference champions. Uh, so we're going to go through all power fives. Uh, I'm going to give you the favorites to win uh, according to Vegas. And then I'm going to give you basically a dark horse or, you know, someone to pick that isn't the favorite here. Okay. So pack 12 right now, the favorite is Oregon at uh, plus uh, 250. Again, that, that's not a bad pick. Uh, they have one of the best, uh, probably the best defensive player in the country in uh, Trayvon uh, Tribu. Man, I know I butchered his last name. I can't think of how to pronounce it on the top of my head. But 
anyway, absolutely fantastic defensive player, probably the best edge rusher uh, in the country. But Oregon plus 250 is your favorite. Um, I really like Washington. I know a lot of people are, are, are taking USC, probably a revamped Trojan team, but I really like Washington here. Uh, 15 total starters are returning. Second-year coach uh, in Jimmy Lake. Last year, offense wasn't really up to par. Um, had a freshman quarterback in there, but now you got a sophomore quarterback. You have a whole year with the system. You have a whole offseason. I think they have a real shot. Um, I love them defense, defensively, eight starters. Um, Ryan Bowman is going to be a guy. He is back. He This is his sixth year playing, and I really think he'll dominate. Um, Inside line, linebacker Eddie Olafoshi um, is fantastic. Great speed, great edge rusher, uh, or sorry, great blitzer. Um, defensive tackle, uh, Tuli Lesanoa. Uh, this guy, he's big, he's massive, um, great body inside, and another guy that, that can rush from the inside, not just a, uh, a hole blocker. Uh, they have to go to Ann Arbor to play Michigan. I think they're just playing out just a better team all around. Uh, toughest game will be at home against Oregon. Uh, listen, Washington is, I think, worst-case scenario, a 9-1 football team. If they are as good as I think they are, this team is 11-1 and and has a real shot at the conference championship. Um, also, if you want to go value, uh, there's – there's also Utah that Utah is plus 600. Uh, not a terrible pick. Um, I personally wouldn't. Um, they have to play USC and Oregon. If they upset USC, they got a shot. But I just think there's just too many uncertainty with that team. But, again, not a bad value pick if you want to put a couple bucks on Utah. Uh, the Big 12 uh, – Oklahoma's the favorite there, minus one, uh, 130. Uh, I think, again, safe pick here is Iowa State. They, I mean, they have everybody back. Uh, this is probably the best Iowa State team we have ever seen. It's just a tragedy that Oklahoma is also going to be loaded. And I'm gonna, I'll be talking about them later on. Um, but it's going to come down to a battle of in Norman between Iowa, Iowa state and Oklahoma. Again, uh, Oklahoma is loaded. I think Oklahoma is more talented, but you can't cut out the cyclones. Uh, they're a well-coached team. They're a tough team. They're, they're a gritty team. So definitely uh, I would say the safe pick there is Iowa state. If, if you want a, a couple, some extra cash. Um, a bit of a gamble pick is Oklahoma State. Uh, right now at, I believe, plus a, yes, plus a thousand. Great running back room. So there, there's no major concern, major concern of losing Hubbard. Uh, quarterback Sanders is back. Not the best quarterback in the Big 12, but very elusive. And honestly, that can and it can run a little bit, can spell trouble if he is on the money against Oklahoma and Iowa State. Um, Oklahoma State and the Cowboys, the Pokes, they are a tough out 
And honestly, that that's a good sleeper pick there. Um, again, plus a thousand. Uh, the Big Ten minus two hundred for, uh, of course, Ohio State. Uh, I mean, they do have a lot of turnover. So I, I know everyone right now is jumping on the Ohio State Buckeyes, and, and they probably should. But I do think there's a couple other teams that have a shot to challenge them. Uh, Penn State has a lot of guys returning. They are not my um, my my pick here. Uh, Wisconsin, same thing, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's not my pick, but also going to be a very tough team that has a lot of production coming back, probably going to be a lot healthier this year. But the team that I'm talking about is Iowa, and I don't think enough people are – are talking about Iowa. Uh, Tyler Tyler Lindenbaum, uh, he's probably going to win the Ringhamton this year, probably the front runner for the Ringhamton Trophy. Uh, they're going to have a good offensive line. Spencer po- uh, Petras, I feel like he's been there forever. Uh, running back Tyler Goodson also returns. And, and remember, guys, uh, Iowa's offense usually – is not the focal point of this team. Usually they're very good defensively. That's what keeps them in games. But Iowa, those last six games, looked like a well-oiled machine. They have a lot of guys returning on offense. Um, They do play in Wisconsin, but I believe they are the overall better team in the West. They don't have to play Ohio State. And other than playing at Wisconsin, the toughest game is going to be Penn State at Kinnick, a team that – Both teams are going to be pretty much the same, and Iowa beat beat Penn State in Happy Valley. So, and not just beat them, but beat them soundly. I know Penn State was going through some trouble, but I do think Iowa has a shot to go undefeated. Now, they do play the Cyhawk Trophy game against or rivalry game against Iowa State. So, both of those teams, Iowa and Iowa State. I know in the state of Iowa, this is a big deal, this game. And I, I do believe that as far as the national landscape goes to play for a national title, I don't think this game really means too much of anything. Because if Iowa loses and then goes goes off and uh let's just say they lose, let's just say they lose one more game, but they still get to go to the Big Ten championship and then they beat Ohio State. I I don't see how you can keep them out of the playoff. I don't. I mean, unless they're everyone else only has one win, but I I do believe that Iowa has a legitimate shot, and Iowa State for that matter, to be a two loss team going in going into the college football playoff at, at a number four. I think they have a real shot. I really do. Um, especially game again. We talked about this with the BCS. If you're gonna lose, you gotta lose early. Cyhawk. I believe that's week two. So, yes, you can lose that game and then still come off and win uh, the conference. And I, I also like that if you lose early, sometimes it's a blessing in the skies. Uh, teams are trying to figure things out, and a loss kind of either wakes up the team, wakes up the coaching staff, or lets the program know, hey, this is what we need to do going forward, or, hey, this didn't work in this tough game, so we might have to look elsewhere. Uh, next up, uh, Clemson plus 800. 
Let's see here. Clemson, 800. Um, I have Miami uh, plus 1,000. Or sorry, Clemson, sorry, Clemson is minus 800. Sorry about that. Miami is plus 1,000. Uh, Adore King returns. Everyone is... Trying to see, I mean, listen, he did suffer that ACL injury. Everyone's trying to see uh, how he's going to come back. He says it's 100%, but of course he's going to say that. Uh, but I think defensively, you, you're going to have uh, Ru, uh, Russo back um, after he was injured last year. He's going to replace Jalen Phillips. Uh, leading tackler Boa Bolden is back at safety. This team is going to blitz the hell out of you, and I love it. I love the mentality they they bring. Um, I think they will have some close calls with some lesser opponents, but when it comes to beating Clemson, which if they go to the big, if they go to the ACC championship, that's who they'll be facing. They don't have to face Clemson during the year, and they're going to play that if they get in to that championship game. They're going to blitz the hell out of Clemson, which honestly I love. They have a new quarterback with DJ. I strongly believe that Miami is, is going to at least put together a solid a solid effort against uh, Clemson, more so than probably any other team. And that's because of their mentality on defense. Um, the SEC, of course, favorite Alabama, 167. Um, Georgia, I have Georgia here. At plus 200, uh, just because of talent alone. Again, would I – do I think Georgia is better than Alabama? No, I don't. But just talent-wise, with the guys they're bringing in, I think they have the best chance. Um, Again, just like the Cyhawk, they played Clemson early. If they lose, it means nothing because if they win the SEC, they're going in. Um, this team gets healthy George Pickens back to compliment JT Daniels. They have the most important thing, I think, with this squad, four returning offensive linemen that are starters, that were starters last season. Great running back room with Zamir White and James Cook. Uh, Jermaine Burton uh, is a very boomer bust receiver, big-time deep threat, but if corners are getting on top of them or if safeties are traveling over the top, if no one else is getting open, it's going to be tough. Um, to get him the ball, but they still have that threat. Um, also, Georgia probably has the best pass rush in the country. They were number one last year in the SEC. They got a bunch of guys back. Um, the secondary could be a weakness. Uh, they lost two key stars to the NFL, but they get transfers in uh, Deron Kendrick and Tyreek Smith. Uh, Tyreek Smith from West Virginia. Uh, Clemson transfer was Deron Kendrick. Um, I think that's gonna. They're either gonna be starters, or they're gonna add uh, at least add some depth. So now that brings us to the national title, and you know I, I saw uh, Jeff Madu posted this, and I said this two weeks ago. Oklahoma plus eight hundred, I think, is a great. I think that's a great pick. I honestly believe Oklahoma has the best chance to beat Alabama this year. I strongly believe it. I told big game boomer when he was on, 
I believe this might be Oklahoma's year. Offensively, they are fine. They'll they will be fine. It's the defense that usually was the problem for the Sooners. And now they got enough guys back. They got a good nucleus of guys back that I, I strongly feel that they have a shot to win this whole thing. Um again, I, I don't want to I don't want to jinx them, you know. Um, but I strongly believe in the Oklahoma Sooners this year. Really, I, I really do. I strongly believe in the Oklahoma Sooners. I, I really think that that's well, you're probably your best value pick for the national championship. It really is. Um, plus 800. Um, again, it's a solid squad. It, not only solid, but their defense is better. They're, they're going to be – I believe they're going to be in the playoff. I think they have too many horses. Um for Iowa State to handle. So they're going to go to the playoff, and when they go to the playoff, I think they're going to make some noise. Uh, I think they're better than Clemson. I'm pretty certain they're better than Ohio State. It's just can they beat Bama? And if Bama gets upset somewhere along the way, if Bama loses to Clemson, I strong Oklahoma, I I think, has got Clemson in the back. I really do. I hope I don't eat my words on that, Um, but that's who I got. So anyway, we will post we will post these um, guys. Who do you think is a dark horse for the conference? Let me know. And you know, if if you think I'm nuts, you think I'm wrong, or if you think I'm onto something, you know, let us know on our Twitter at the GB Coach. All right, now let's get on to our playoff for today. All right, the playoff this week is brought to you by the Bam Mellifilis. Go check out their new EP, Just High Enough Anywhere You Stream Music. The playoff this week, best teams not ranked in the top, the AP Top 25. Uh, that was released yesterday, Tuesday. And let's take a look at the four best teams not included in the AP Top 25. Uh, number four, Auburn. Uh, Bo Nix and Tank Bigsby are back um, as quarterback and running back duo uh, for Auburn. Uh, if Nix can just take care of the football, I think this Auburn team wins some games. I think they're definitely an eight-win football team. Um, their defense has been talking the last couple weeks about their speed. Um, listen, speed can kill. Um, they have uh, enough returners, I think, on defense. They have enough production. Their bigger names on offense are back. They do have a little bit of turnover, obviously, with coaching-wise. Um, so I think they might, they may have a bit of a slow start. But I do believe that uh, by the end of the season, this, this team can very well uh, be in the top 25. Uh, number three, Liberty. Um, 16 super seniors are returning for the football season um, last year uh, they had 11 wins. Uh, they have a real shot to do that again, uh, have a double digit win total. Uh, they will play Ole Miss. They, they will lose to Ole Miss, but the two games to circle on this are against, uh, against Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns and UAB Blazers. Uh, I think both will be tough matchups. Um, they also play uh, Syracuse power five school, but I, I think Liberty is better than them. I think uh, they really beat them very soundly last year. I do believe Liberty has the skill guys to beat Syracuse again. Uh, Again, ULL and UAB are your two big games. But 
if they can win at least one of those and finish the year 10 and two, that, that that's a top 25 football team to me. Number two, Oklahoma State. We talked about them a little bit earlier in the episode. Um, great running back room uh, to replace Hubbard. Uh, you have Sanders back, which, again, elusive quarterback. If he's hitting guys, if he's making guys miss, if he's getting out of the pocket, if he is being that elusive self, that is a tough guy to play against. It's a tough out. Um, I do think um, their defense is going to be a little bit uh, – is going to be tougher. And, honestly, th- this team should be ranked in in the high 20s. All right? uh, they probably should be 24 or 25. Um, number one. Oh, sorry. Actually, before we get to number one, I do have a, an honorable mention to talk of. Uh, again, I, I'm not saying this team should be ranked by any means right now, but don't be surprised if at the end of the end of the year this team is ranked. Okay, so for my honorable mention, we're going to talk a little bit about Boston College. Um, Boston College is one of the most interesting teams in college football. Okay. I believe they are an eight-win football team. I really do. I think they're an eight-win football team. Um, I I do believe that this team has the opportunity. I, they're, they're not going to be Clemson. They're not. They're probably not going to be Florida State. Um, I think Mizzou will be tough, but I mean. Boston College, I, I do believe Boston College could be a 10-win football team by, by the end of this season. Um, I mean, let, let's just take a look at their schedule here. Um, let's just go down the line. I mean, you, you got Colgate. You got Colgate win, UMass win. Temple's going to be tough. It's a noon game. It's in Philly. But I, I think that's a win there. Again, Mizzou will be tough. But – Let's just say right now they lose to the Mizzou and, and then Clemson. Um, NC State's going to be tough. But then after NC State, I think they beat Louisville. I think they beat Syracuse. I think they beat Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech. They will probably lose to Florida State, but then, and, but then they'll beat Wake Forest. I'm telling you, this is an eight-win football team. Even with the loss to Mizzou, even with the loss to Mizzou, okay, Clemson, Mizzou, Florida State, that's that's three losses right there. They probably drop another to either maybe uh, Virginia Tech or at NC State or someone like that. But, no, I, I honestly think this is an eight-win football team. I, I really do. Um, but just keep your eye out for the Eagles. I think they, they got a shot. Um, all right, number one, a team that should be ranked that is not. I think this this is the biggest snub. I honestly believe this is the biggest snub. Um, Ole Miss, uh, Matt Corral uh, is an outstanding quarterback. He does lose Elijah Moore. But Lane Kiffin, I think, has really rejuvenated this, this program. 
They have two stellar receivers uh, in Droman and Sanders. Offensive line was very young last year. I, I think they cleaned some things up. They're going to have a lot more experience. But defensively is going to be where the problems lie. Um, I mean, Indiana roasted them last year with a backup quarterback. Um, but towards the end, of the, towards the end of the game, they, they kind of they kind of started to get their footing a little bit. Um, but still, they got bodies up front at defensive tackle, but they are soft at linebacker, and and I and that's a that's a bad word to use for linebackers, but they are soft at linebacker. But good news for them, they have their entire secondary back. Uh, just looking at this team, this team is better than Arizona State. They're better than Utah. They're better than Texas. This team should probably be ranked. 21st in the country. Ole Miss is going to be good. Um, again, I think it won't – they'll be ranked very soon. I strongly believe that. Uh, so here we go. Our top four best teams not ranked in the initial AP Top 25. Uh, number four, Auburn. Number three, Liberty. Number two, Oklahoma State. And number one, the Ole Miss Rebels. Now, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, uh, at GetBackCoach, all one word. And then on Twitter, at TheGBCoach. We will release this uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and let us know when we release the polls. Okay, who did I miss? Who do you think should have been ranked in the top 25 that wasn't? Which one of my picks aren't going to have a good year? Let me know in the comments below. Guys, thank you again for tuning in. As always, we are, oh, what is it, 11 more days? 11, di- 11 days until college football is back, until we hit week zero, Nebraska versus Illinois kickoff. Oh, cannot wait. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Thank you guys for tuning in again. And as always, 